let's continue with our teaching on spiritual gifts. We're going to talk about um, faith for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Faith for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Our key text, I think put that in the notes, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 1. Paul the Apostle says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. And we've said a lot about that, but just to reemphasize the point, God wants his people to be well informed when it comes to spiritual gifts. He wants us to understand the dynamics of the spiritual, in fact, not just spiritual gifts, the spiritual realm, things relating to spirituality. He wants us to be well versed with that, especially with the person of the Holy Spirit, who is the one who actually um, oversees the church. He's the one who speaks to us. He's the one who guides us. He's the one who helps us. He's the one who is here in place of Jesus. And so God um, wants us to be fully informed, as well informed as possible. And so the things that we've been learning about spiritual gifts or the manifestation of the Holy Spirit are not things that are foreign to the New Testament. Even you can see glimpses of it in the Old Testament. Uh, and so some of the things I'm going to share, I'm going to share, you tend to realize when I teach these things, we use a lot of scripture so that you can go back and investigate yourself. So Galatians chapter 3, verses 2 and verse 5, we're talking about faith for gifts of the Holy Spirit. How we can believe for the manifestation of the Spirit to flow freely through our lives. To flow freely through our lives. As wonderful testimonies already as we do the activations and we'll do one um, today as well. Galatians 3 verse 2 says, this only I want to learn from you. Paul talking to the Galatians. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Verse 5, therefore he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? It's a rhetorical question. The answer are both by the hearing of faith. In other words, Paul is saying to this church, this church had got caught up in what is termed legalism. Uh, basically, you through your self-effort trying to become acceptable to God or become righteous in God's eyes through self-effort. And Paul was saying, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way in the Christian faith. We don't, through our own efforts, uh, become accepted before God. We are accepted before God by grace because we just trust God. We just believe God. And as we hear God's word and we believe God's word, he accepts us. We don't have to do other things to make us accepted as righteous in the sight of God. And so, you know, this church in particular... We're, we're into uh, circumcision and following the Jewish traditions and the Jewish laws and the Jewish feasts in order for them to be acceptable before God. This, uh, there's a kind of a resurgence of this in the body of Christ. It's quite popular, and, and I'm not against this, and I think it's good to go to pilgrimage to, 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 to the Holy Land, as in Israel or Palestine. It's great. All that stuff is great. Even if you're in the labor party, it's great to, 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 to do that. Hallelujah. But, 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 it doesn't make you more acceptable to God. It doesn't. And um, there's, there's a kind of a, a popular thing that to stand with the people, um, the Israelites, you need to also 
go overboard with some of this Jewish stuff. And we're not Jews. Um, naturally speaking, most of us are not anyway. And let's move on. Let's talk about this main thing here. So, Paul is saying, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the Lord? No. The Holy Spirit comes to us, is given to us by the hearing of faith. As you hear God's word and you respond to God's word, the Holy Spirit is given to us freely. And then this one, five, he says, he who supplies the Spirit to you. So the release, the continual release of the Holy Spirit being supplied among us and the working of miracles by the same Spirit takes place by the hearing of faith. Not even because people fasted. Not even because people prayed. But because people heard the word. And so the more you hear God's word and you believe God's word about what he says about different things, the easier it becomes for you to receive what God wants you to have. Because beloved, in God's kingdom, everything has been given to us. Because of what Christ has done on the cross. And what we are supposed to do is to receive it by faith. And so faith, which is the ability to believe, is where we choose to believe the things that God's word says about the Holy Spirit, about miracles, about the gifts of the Spirit. And so when we are talking about the gifts of the Spirit in particular... If you want to grow in it, then you have to keep hearing more and more about it. Hearing more, hearing more and more about what the Bible says. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I like to paraphrase it like this. Faith comes as you hear and the ability to hear and understand comes through God's word. So the more you hear God's word, the more you are listening, the more your ears are there, your heart is open, as it comes in, you begin to see, ah, okay, this is what the Bible means. Okay, this is what it says. The Bible says, by faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. Faith allows you to grow in understanding about the things of God and the things of the spirit. And so Bible faith in particular is where we as God's people believe God and we believe his word and we believe the things that the Bible says about his kingdom. Could you kindly help us at the back there? I appreciate the challenge, but could you kindly help us? Thank you so much. Hebrews 11:1 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So when it comes to Talking about faith concerning um, the gifts of the Spirit, we have to realize that it is not something that you will naturally be able to appreciate. Naturally speaking, your natural mind will not register it to make sense. It comes as you learn to trust what the Bible says. And in the same way, when it comes to the operation of the Spirit and the things of the Spirit, it will not come by you it making sense to your natural mind. It comes as you simply learn to see what God's word says and trust it. And when it comes to the release of the power of the spirit, it's the same way. It will not come by you making sense of it in your mind or in your heart. It will come as you simply trust it and act as God is prompting you, as the spirit is prompting you. Now, faith is so important. Sometimes people get offended when we talk about faith because they feel like it's some kind of attack on their level of commitment to God. But beloved, 
the Bible is clear. Hebrews 11.6. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. In God's kingdom, everything is received by faith. The love of God, the righteousness of God, the grace of God, the mercies of God, everything is received by faith. And I like to put it like this, faith is the currency that God has given us to receive the things that are already ours. Until you learn to trust what the Bible says about anything, you will not see the benefits of it. Now, beloved, sometimes you will read something in the Bible or you hear something being taught in the scriptures that actually goes against your sensibilities. Especially today when you look at the moral compass today, it's quite different from what it was even 10 years, 15 years ago. And so sometimes you will see things in the Bible that are offensive. Jesus talks about himself being an offense. But what faith does is, in spite of being offended, it believes with it because it's the word of God. And as you grow in your faith, you will then realize the wisdom of God concerning that issue. So, without faith, you cannot please God. Everything in his kingdom, including spiritual gifts, is received by faith. You need faith to believe in the goodness of God. I hope you're going through the notes. Um, I'm not seeing it here. Is it a different screen? Okay, fine. You need faith to believe in the goodness of God. God. God is good. Amen. Um, by, by what do you mean when you say God is good? So goodness has many um, ways of understanding, but I'll put it like this. When I talk about the goodness of God, I'm referring specifically to that which is of benefit or of an advantage to us. So to be able to recognize that God is good, even when his word at times seems severe, you have to believe that by faith. There are some believers, in fact, there are many believers who they start their journey well, but then along the way they get offended by something that they see about God and they feel like God is not as good as they have been taught. But you need faith to believe in the goodness of God and that God is good enough to give you he's so good rather that he wants to give you good gifts and he wants to give you his gifts can you say amen, amen. james chapter 117 says every good every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning every good gift so when you are talking about the gifts of the Spirit, remember God is a good God who wants to give you good gifts. Psalm 34 verse 8 says this, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man or woman who trusts in him. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Say to your neighbor, the Lord is good. But you have to exercise faith to believe that the Lord is good when things are not going so well in your life. That the Lord is good when you're experiencing disappointments. That the Lord is good when he has not answered your prayers. That the Lord is good when it seems like your adversaries are getting the edge over you. Amen. 
Second thing is you need faith to receive all that is already yours. You need faith to receive all that is already yours. Some believers have this mindset, if God wants me to have it, I will have it. If it's God's will, I will have it. Beloved, the Bible says it is not God's will that any should perish. Yet many perish. So there are some things that you cannot resist God on. There are some things that is set in the mind of God. In the fullness of time, he sent his son. He became born of a woman, born under the law. That one nobody could stop. God in his sovereignty designed that. And there are certain things that God in his sovereignty has designated no man can stop it. But there are many things that God in his sovereignty has allowed us as human beings to determine the outcome. And the things that are already ours in his kingdom, it's up to us to exercise our faith to receive it or to appropriate it in our lives. For instance, signs follow believers. This is a New Testament reality. Mark chapter 16, verses 17 onwards. Our Lord is speaking, says, these signs will follow those who believe or the believing ones. In my name, they'll cast out demons. They'll speak in new tongues. They'll take up serpents. If they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. And the scripture says in verse 20 that they went out and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. So, signs, supernatural signs follow the believing ones. It's what is already yours as a believer but if you as, uh, is already yours as a child of God, but if you as a child of God refuse to believe that these things are yours, then you will not see their reality. Now, let me just say this. It's not talking about looking for rattlesnakes, putting around your neck and preaching, like I'm preaching right now. I saw on the internet the other day, poor chap, he did it and he bit him and he died. I'm so sorry about that, but that's kind of foolish. I mean, you know, you're just inviting the rattlesnake. You know, it's not talking about, it's talking about the devil. He says, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. He doesn't mean go walk barefoot on serpents and scorpions. He's talking about spiritual forces. That as a believer, you have supernatural protection. Nor is he talking about drinking poison and then being supernaturally protected. Although that could happen. He said, if they drink any deadly thing. There's a spiritual side and there's a natural side. The point is that there are certain signs that follow the believing ones. It's already yours. God has given us all things that relate to life and godliness. But you have to exercise faith. That's the point. So faith will allow you to receive what's already yours. Third point. Faith will allow you to persevere when there seems to be a delay in receiving what you are asking for. Again, this is one of the things that trips a lot of people. And even as we are learning about the operation of the gifts of the Spirit, at times when you release a word to somebody or let's say, and we're going to do an exercise today, I feel the Spirit wants us to pray for the sick. So we're going to do that, amen. And we're going to see some wonderful healings, amen. But sometimes when you minister healing to people, they don't see healing immediately. The other day my daughter had something in the eye, I hope she doesn't mind me sharing it. And she said she'd had it for a few days. She had it for a few days. She hadn't told me. And then this was actually, this was last Sunday. So we, we came back and we were just eating. And then she said she had something in her eye. So I did what I normally do. Tell it to go. Said, Daddy's still there. I'm like, what do you mean? Tell it to go. Come on, go. go. 
did all my whatever. Said it's got to be better, but it's still there. I said, so I prayed one more time. I said, but don't worry, it's gone. It, I can tell it's gone. I could feel the anointing leave, but she was like, it's, it's still there. And then about some some um, a few minutes or hours later, she said, oh, actually, it's, it's a lot better. And then left it. And then it was completely gone. Now, I knew when it went. I knew when it went. As I kept doing my normal thing, it was a point where I knew it's gone. But the manifestation of it took a while to kick in. And I've seen this happen many times where you pray for somebody, they're having something, an ailment for quite a few days or a few months or even a few years. You pray for them there and then. And they think because it's not gone there and then, it's not gone at all. And that's a very big mistake. Hopefully, if we have time, we'll look at it today. If not, another time when I teach. All right, so learn to persevere um, through faith. Faith will allow you to persevere. That's the point. Faith will allow you to persevere. Matthew 7, verses 7 to 11, the amplified version reads like this. Keep on asking and it will be given you. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking reverently and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who keeps on asking receives. And he who keeps on seeking finds. And to him who keeps on knocking, the door will be opened. Now, these verses were specifically related to God, the Father's heart, wanting to give good gifts, especially the Holy Spirit, to his children. And our Lord says, ask and keep on asking. In other words, and this is our Lord's teaching, and our Lord taught on perseverance in prayer more than anybody. James also, James' younger brother teaches the same thing, but our Lord taught on perseverance in prayer more than anybody. Why? Because he understood prayer more than anybody. That sometimes you have to keep persevering. And your faith in God will cause you to persevere. Your faith in God will not cause you to give up. It will, because you know what God's word says, you keep at it until you get an answer. Also, faith will cause you to increase in the operation of the gifts. Or it will allow you to be able to recognize more and more when the Holy Spirit wants to use you. Your faith will do that. The more you learn to trust God's word, the easier it becomes, hallelujah, for him to use you. Because you learn to recognize the signs. You learn to recognize the signs. As a younger believer, I used to be in absolute wonder of those people who could move in the supernatural. And then as a pastor, I began to meet others who were far more powerful in the gifts of the Spirit than I'd ever seen. And I was absolutely amazed. But as I began to learn more and more, I realized actually, sometimes the most immature among us and the one who knows less among us can move far more powerfully in the things of the spirit than some of us so-called diehards because we have too much etiology hindering the thing. Look at what he says in Galatians 3.5. Therefore, he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he not do it by the works, of, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? He's basically saying the only reason why Galatian church, you're experiencing miracles all the time is because 
you've been hearing words of faith. The Galatian church, the reason why you experience the move of the spirit the way you do is because of what you've been hearing. The more you hear, the easier it becomes. How many of you in the last four or five weeks, you've seen a bit of an increase in your ability to hear God? Can I see? You've seen a bit of an increase in your ability. And how many of you, you've seen that God has used you in a way that you didn't think was possible? Um, can you wave? Can you wave? Let me see. Okay, okay, you thought it was possible. Okay, you've seen God use you anyway. Seems to be all on this side. This side, I don't know. What, what, what's happening? Okay, well, receive in Jesus' name. <laughs> but look at Matthew 13, verse 12. For whoever has, to him more will be given. And he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. When it comes to the things of the Spirit, you must learn to use what you already have. You see, at times I watch people, like when I did my activation, I asked who wants to, who wants to um, do it. And people were sitting down. They wanted to receive a word, but they didn't want to give a word. Now, who's the greater one? The one receiving or the one giving? Who's the greater one? Hey, this side, you're really, today you're not going to talk to me. I'm going to ask you, who, who, who's the greater one? The one receiving or the one giving? The one, somebody said the one receiving, you know. I heard somebody say, it's the one, the one giving. The one giving. <laughs> the more you use what God gives you, the stronger and the greater it becomes. And the more you will have access to other things that are yours in God's kingdom. Amen. I mean, even in the natural, I remember as a young Christian joining my church, I always used to fancy myself as someone who could sing. But I couldn't really. But I fancied myself. You know, you fancy yourself in the bathroom, you're singing. And then I joined the choir. Now, when I joined the choir, I was hoping I'd be one of the lead singers. I was never asked. But I was faithful. I, I was in the choir for about six years or whatever. And in that time, I learned how to sing tenor and bass. And I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Oh, hallelujah. I have, some, I have some witnesses right now. I am. I'm pretty good at it. But I also learned how to even lead in worship. And I'm not bad either. Maybe not as great as some of these powerful worship leaders like Ernestina and, and Sharon. And if I haven't mentioned your name, don't worry about it, honestly. And Colleen and different ones. Okay, I've not mentioned more names. Yeah. But I found that other gifts kicked in. I even learned how to play an instrument. And after a while, I could play more than one and two. I was amazing. I was amazing. I was, if I say so myself. <clears throat> but the point I'm making is in God's kingdom, the more you make yourself available, the more other things are added. But if you become stingy, even the one that you think you have, after a while, it will be taken away. You try and play the thing and, oh, what's happening? Yeah, that's how it is. So I encourage you to be generous with your gifts. Can you say amen? amen. Even money, even, even money itself. It says the generous soul shall be, shall what? What was it? Shall what? Oh, you don't know. Okay, fine. Okay, I'll follow you. Follow you. That generous, the liberal soul shall be made fat. I am a manifestation. The liberal soul shall be made fat. And he that waters shall himself be watered. 
The more you are generous when it comes to money, especially generous before God, the more God can trust you with more. There are those people in church who are believing for, they're telling me how they're going to be the financiers of the church. But they're not, they, don't even, they don't even tithe, let's just be clear. So it's never going to happen until they repent. May you repent in Jesus' name. That's true. That's not how you become, you know, that's not how you become prosperous financially, not by holding and holding and holding. Um, yeah, anyway. So, so these are some of the things that will happen with faith. Faith will cause you to increase in the operation of the gifts. Now, what will take place as your faith grows, it will result in the following. You will expect more. Faith will produce expectancy in you. So you will expect God to use you in the gifts because you will desire the gifts. 1 Corinthians 12, 31. Earnestly desire the best gifts. Earnestly desire. In other words, have a warm feeling towards it. Be zealous for it. Covet it. Be jealous over it. Long for it. Want it. How many of you want God's power through you? You want it. You really want it. The way you raise your hands is not very convincing. I think God. How many of you really want the supernatural upon your life? Revelation where you can look and see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you, you, you can allow, the, as the Spirit, as you grow in the Spirit, you can literally look and the Holy Spirit will open your eyes and you can see. Say, ah, didn't realize. Wow, amazing. We are believing for that in Jesus' name. 1 Corinthians 14 1 says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. Pursue the way of love and desire spiritual gifts. But especially that you may prophesy. Desire, be zealous, be, be jealous for spiritual gifts. You have to want it. You have to want it. And I want it. I've told the Lord, I want to be able to do this. And every wheelchair. And anyone who's dead, they have to come back. I don't care whether they're in Hades, Tartarus, or whether they're in paradise. When I do this, come back. They have to come back. Wouldn't that be amazing? Yay! There will be no room. In the, in the, just one miracle. There will be no room. <laughs> yeah. I want to see God's power. I want to see God's power where it's undisputed. You cannot, like Moses, imagine Moses goes into a secular culture, very occultic culture, a culture used to the supernatural. And he says, God says, let my people go. Pharaoh says, who, are you? who is this God? Who is this Yahweh that I should listen to him? Ah, come on, God. Moses, what's happened to you? You used to be a prince here. Clear off. He said, right. He throws his stick and he becomes a snake. Pharaoh says, oh, come on, my friend. You've come here to do magic tricks. Janice, right? uh, Jambres, show the man. They also fruit their stick. It also became a snake. Hey! Power versus power. And Moses' stick swallowed their sticks. That's very powerful. Now, after the third one, the guy said, Pharaoh, this is, this is not the normal psychology move. This is not the normal slate of hand. This is the hand of God. When the magicians themselves will say, this is the hand of God, that's when you know. We want the atheist scientists 
to be able to say, this is the hand of God. Yeah. You know, it's easy in a context like this. We're practicing, we're learning, and so some of it will be psychosomatic, some of it will be the spirit, there'll be a mixture. It's fine. We're all learning. But as we grow in faith, there'll come a time you cannot dispute. This is the hand of God. This is the power of God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Secondly, as you grow in faith, you increase in the peace of God in your heart concerning what God gives you. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So it's like this. When you are ministering to people or when you want to minister to people, you can use this verse. I'm not going to be anxious about anything, but in everything, in everything, by prayer and request, that's what supplication is. You're making requests. So prayer is like you're involving God. Oh God, I thank you. I praise you. I bless you. Supplication, oh God, show me what to do. What is the need here? What is the need here? Let your request be made known. And as you do that, the scripture says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. That's what will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. It becomes the umpire. It becomes the governor. So you receive something and you can tell in your heart, peace. All right. This is interesting. I didn't expect this. Wow. Okay. And then from that posture, you can flow. Also, what, the, what your faith will do as it grows is it will cause you to increase in freedom and boldness. Freedom and boldness. So where you will not be afraid to get it wrong. Because faith is you and I looking for specific outcomes because of our dependence on God. Because we trust God and we trust his word. The outcome that we want to see, that we're looking at, we know that without him, we can't see it. And so we trust him. And the more your confidence is in God, the less you're bothered whether you get it right or wrong. Beloved, on the way to maturity, there are many mistakes. So don't be afraid of mistakes. Don't be afraid. You know, when I was prophesying to Michael the other day, I, I made mistakes. My mistake was I was afraid. Even I told you don't be afraid. I was actually afraid, just like Michael. We were both afraid. <laughs> right? And... Um, so I saw things that I didn't say because my flesh kicked in. What if it's wrong? Everybody's watching. So I played it safe and said the ones that I knew couldn't be wrong. But if I'd said everything, his faith would have skyrocketed because afterwards when I asked him questions and he told me, I thought, stupid boy, to myself, not him. I told myself off. And uh, I find that some of us, it's like that. Sometimes some of you who move in um, superior revelation, God will give you like a name of somebody. How many of you, at times you've had the name of somebody, you've held it back? Yeah, oh, oh, only you. Okay, oh, one or two, yeah. They move in superior revelation. Or oh, three, okay, hey, there's a few. Uh, and then you, you, but you hold it back. I've never had anybody's name except once, which was a guy called John. I mean, there's a lot of people in the world called John. But I, I happen to be right. I've had that once. But some of these guys, they have names, they, they see things. It's amazing. They'll have a picture in front of them. That's how some of you are. Some of you, you have pictures. 
you, you see things in your spirit. But you think, oh, it's, my, it's me. Listen, if I'm praying for you and I see a ladybird crawling, I'll, 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 I'll take it. If I see anything, I saw a man with three heads and a, uh, and a tortoise, tortoise on his back. I'll take it. I saw something. It means something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just being honest. I don't see anything. I'm just, just be, not yet anyway. Um, so anyway, let's pause there because of time. We're going to do some prayer. We could talk some more. We're going to do some prayer. How many of you would like us to do some prayer? Or you want to talk some more? All right. You know what? Any questions? Before we go any further, any questions? Any questions? Great. No questions. Let's move on. Who is not feeling well today in their body? Who is something wrong with you? I want somebody I don't really know. Because, you know, anyone not feeling well in their body that I don't know? Okay, don't make up something, you know. One day, there was a healing evangelist in India. He was doing like a, a crusade. And he was praying for people. He was a blind evangelist. And he was praying for people. And two guys said, let's trick this guy. So they pretended. One of them said they'll be blind. The other one said, I'll take you. So as this evangelist was going, you lay hands on people. Lord, heal this one. Lord, heal this one. Lord bless this one, Lord do this. So when he came to this guy who was posing as a blind man, he just said, Lord, blind this man, and moved on. And he went blind. That's called judgment. He went blind. So don't try and come with some tricks. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's just to encourage your faith. <laughs> Those of you online. <laughs> All right. Want to do some activation. Those of you that want God to use you in the area of healing and you are willing to grow in that area, why don't you stand right now? Want God to use you in the area of healing. Wonderful. All right. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why don't you just lift your hands to him and ask him to just, just make yourself available to him to use you in the area of healing. Tell him that from now you want to be used in the area of healing. And then those of you that need healing, why don't you come and stand here? Just come stand here right now. If you are among those who are standing and you need healing, come as well, all right? Just come and stand here. Huh? You can face me, doesn't matter. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to pray specifically someone with a hernia. Is there somebody with a hernia? Is, is it possible for a woman to have a hernia? Because I, I, it's a woman. I know somebody here, my, but it's specifically a woman that has a hernia. Is there, if, if it's an embarrassing thing, I don't, know, I don't even know what that means. So if it's embarrassing, you can come and see me after this. But I want to pray for somebody. With a woman with a hernia in particular. If you're a guy and you have it as well, I pray for you. But this one's specifically a woman. Because the Holy Spirit does a word for them as well. All right. Wonderful. Those of you that um, uh, want to uh, pray for um, healing for these guys, I want you to come. So two per person. Quickly. Stretch out. Guys, stretch out. So the rest of you that are standing that want to minister healing, just come. Two per person. Two per person. We're going to do a great exercise. Two per person. Find them. Find them. Anyone? Two per person. Excellent. Just two per person. Two per person. Just 
Okay, if, if everybody's taken, the rest of you remain where you are. Don't worry, we'll, we have a lot more to do. That, do are you coming for, to pray for someone, yeah? For healing. Oh, no, no, there's someone. If you need healing, keep your hand raised so that we know who you are. No, 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 stay, stay here, sis. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 you want, stand here. You want to be prayed for, isn't it? Yeah, you want to pray for. Right, so this lady here, lovely lady, two people towards her, please, quickly. Was that? Okay, and also over there, two people towards her. Maybe let's just stretch out a bit more. Stretch out a bit more. Uh, if I was there's three of you, just move away from there so that the rest of we can t tell because it's a bit crowded. Some of you can go over there. Those around Sharon, go over there and just move on. The rest of you that are watching us, I want you to stand, stretch your hands out, begin to pray. You're not just going to watch. This ain't a movie. Come on. Stretch your hands out. Begin to pray. You're going to do something as well. Come on. Begin to pray. All right. So, uh, one more brother here. No, no, I don't want you doing anything. Don't pray for anyone. One more person here. One more person here. One more here. Three per person. One more here. One more here. I want to pray for somebody with some kind of ankle problem that is really... Um, not ankle here. That's really giving them um, some kind of discomfort. If they can come here right now, I want to pray for them. Is that you? Yeah, this area here. Is, is that a calf, yeah? Okay, fine. If it's a calf. Nobody's praying for Liz here. Come on, quickly. All right, fine. Now, here's what I want you to do. Very simply, there's two things you, I want you to do for the person you're going to pray for. I want you to ask them what's the problem, and you're going to pray for them, and you're going to ask them how it is. Then also, as you pray for them, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to give you a word for their life. Right? Give you a word for their life. So you're just going to ask them about what's wrong with them. You're going to pray for them, and then you're going to ask the Holy Spirit as you pray for them to give you a word to bless them with. They are here because they need a word from God. All right? So you are going to not only minister healing to them, but you're also going to minister prophetically to them, all right? So take your time, find out who they are, what's their name, tell them what your name is. Don't go like a raging bull and begin to, you know, prophesy this way uh, over them, you know. Wonderful. It's okay. You can. All right. Wonderful. Now, those of you that are standing, bless you. I want you to do something. I want you to find some, begin to talk to you guys over here. Talk. The rest of you here, I want you to do something. Um, since you don't want the healing anointing, how many of you love Jesus here? You love Jesus, yeah? Would you like to hear more from Jesus? Who hates Jesus here? Okay, fine, great. Because this is service, I'm a pastor, I have a responsibility to you. So what, here's what we're going to do. We're now also going to hear from God and we're going to be a blessing to someone. Is that all right? Wonderful. So I want you to find somebody that you don't know right now. Pair up with somebody. You can pair up with Reg. You don't know. Uh, you can pair up with this lady here. Do you know each other? Yes, I didn't think you did. Uh, Michael, Michael, you can pair up with this lady here. Uh, yeah. um, come on, quickly. Uh, you, you can, it's okay. You can pair up with Anton. Anton is right next to you. It's all right. Uh, you can pair up with that lady over there. Yes, I know you know each other. Now, here's what I want you to do as you pair up with that person. Listen, please listen. 
Uh, you're already talking over there. Kai and that lady, lovely lady. You're already talking. You're already flowing in the spirit. Good. But just listen anyway. I, I want you to hear. I want you to, first of all, just pray for the person. Place your hand on their shoulder. But ask permission first. They may not want you to place your hand on anything. So if they allow it, place your hand on your shoulder and just begin to bless them. Pray for them and bless them. So you just quietly you pray for each other. Lord, I bless this person. And you can pray in tongues if you know how to. Or you can just pray in uh, your native language. Just bless them. Ask God to bless them. And as you pray for them, I want you to listen to what you feel God wants them to hear from you. All right? So when you finish praying for them, I want you to share with them what, if anything. If you haven't got anything, then fine. Then after that, you just ask them. If you didn't get anything, you just ask them, is there anything you'd like me to pray for you on? And then you pray for them in that area and see if God gives you anything. That's all I want you to do. It's very simple. Did you get that? Excellent. So do that exercise, please. Thank you. If you haven't got a partner and you'd like me to pray with you, come and let me pray with you. Okay, there's nobody. Those of you online, I want to encourage you. I'm not sure if it's still online. Are we still online? Okay, fine. I want to pray for that person with a hernia and a person with some kind of calf problem. Now remember, you're supposed to pray for, after you've prayed for healing, you're supposed to ask God for a word to bless them. When you pray for the people to be healed, ask them to test whether there's any difference. If there is not, wait on the Holy Spirit to ask him why, or pray again if you feel to do so. Once you pray for the person for healing, you can then pray for each other. Once you minister to that person, you can then minister to each other. Somebody with a knee condition is being healed. Receive your healing. Receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If you would like prayer, and you haven't been ministered to, you like prayer, come. And we'll pray for you right now. Wonderful. Please have a seat. Stay in your groups, please. All right, quickly. I would like a few testimonies if you've been healed. First of all, if you have not been healed, could you raise your hands if you have not been healed? Those of you who have not been healed, keep your hand raised. Please, if you have not been healed, stay over there. If you want prayer, that is. And if you have been healed, can you raise your hands? If you can tell your body there's been a healing, can you? I'm not getting any response from anyone. Okay. Can I have a few people who, first of all, the one that wasn't healed, I want you to come and testify what's wrong. Right? And let's see what the Holy Spirit does. And then we'll testify the ones who have been healed. All right? Do you mind me asking you? Excellent. All right. So tell us what's wrong. Um, I've been having pains in my lower back. Yeah, but it's, it's not excruciating pain, but it just feels uncomfortable. So it's there now? It's there now, yeah. All right. So it's there now. Yeah. Right? Okay. So let's see. So you were prayed for and it wasn't there. So if you are prayed for now and it's still there, you'll be able to tell, right? 
fine. Um, I'm not going to be the one who doesn't pray. No, not really. Thank you, Holy Father. Heal in Jesus' name. Okay, can I just touch that? Put my hand where it is. There. Okay, you know what? Come put your hand where it's a bit lower. carry on talking. It feels like it's going down. Whilst, we're, whilst it's going down, we can keep talking. Right, tell us what's your, who else wasn't healed? All right, who wasn't healed? You were healed. Okay, you, so one not healed, one healed. Let's hear from the healing one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I broke my finger at work uh, four days ago, and as I was getting prayed for, um, I felt a cold flush um, on my finger, and I had a heavy pain this morning. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, I broke my finger four days at work, and um, as I was getting prayed for, I felt a cold flush in my body and also like around my finger as well. And um, I had a heavy pain this morning, and that's completely gone. So thank you, God. <laughs> thank you very much. God bless you. All right, another one who wasn't healed. Come, what's the problem? Keep your hand there now. Well, I don't know. What's the... Um, I've had like a consistent pain in my ankle and in my knee um, for quite a long time. It goes and comes back, but today my ankle um, is hurting me, but I was prayed for for both my knee and my ankle, but now my um, knee is hurting me as well. So, so the prayer made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> who are the ones who prayed for it? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so who, who has faith now To pray for this to improve Who? But you were the one praying earlier on Alright, fine Okay, so we have, there are a few candidates Alright, go and sit over there And let them make practice on you Alright, come on Kai, come on Don't worry, um, there's more to come Don't worry, alright, so you're next Tell us what was wrong so yeah, I had a sharp pain in my um, right foot, um, my bone for about a month now. And even today, this morning, I'm thinking, no, when is this going to go? Because usually I have pain certain times and it'll go within like a week or something like that. But it hadn't gone for a month and Tambo and Sarah prayed for me and yeah, I'm healed. Wow, wonderful. So, okay, there's too much talking over there. Just do the business. It says, no, it's no investigative surgery. Just do the business. Right, anyone else who needs healing? Uh, don't worry, don't worry, we'll come to her. Sister, no, oh, Mina, you, you, weren't, you were not healed. And you're praying for someone to be healed. <laughs> um, so, basically, for the last, like, four or five years, I've had a problem with my right foot. Like, from my ankle downwards, it's swollen, and it just becomes swollen, but no one can know what, what causes it. So... There's a lot of healers over here. So some of you sought this lady out. Come stand over there. Take it over there. All right. So what's happening with you now? It feels a lot better. It feels a lot better. Are you sure? You know. The way you're swinging. So if there was nothing wrong. <laughs> All right. Wait. Okay. No problem. I need a lady here to put the hand around her back. Because it's a bit lower down and, you know. I don't want problems. Where's Michael? Is Michael here? Your 
Okay, yes, exactly. All right. Just keep your hand there. Father, we thank you for your healing power. We thank you for the way you're touching your daughter. We speak healing. We speak supernatural healing. In Jesus' name, receive healing. Be healed completely, completely, completely in Jesus' name. Sit down, please. Um, Brav, sit down. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes. No. That's fine. Um, I um, shared, I was prayed for um, depression and anxiety, so it wasn't a physical healing that I was asking for. Um, and I was prayed for by Lorraine and Abraham. And I think that prayer kind of made me realize that the healing was already taking place. I think in my mind I had this idea that it had to be completely um, had to be completely gone for me to actually realize that I was being healed. But I'm ready for, I've been feeling better for some weeks now and I think the prayer was just a reminder that when you're being healed, it doesn't have to be completely gone for you to realize that God is doing a work in you. And that you have to sort of celebrate the small, the small winnings and I think I need to do a bit more of that. So thank you. Can I just pray with you? Yes, Father, thank you for your healing power. Lord, we bless Vanessa in Jesus' name. We speak supernatural healing in the inner being. In Jesus' name, we speak strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you, sis. All right, you want to share what's happened to you? I can't feel the pain anymore. Yeah, it's gone. Father, we thank you for your daughter. We speak complete healing in Jesus' name. Amen. Bless you. All right. So the reason why I, 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 I did that was to show you something about healing. Sometimes when you pray for people to be healed, sometimes the, the healing power will flow through your hands. He says you lay hands on the sick. Now, often people lay hands like this and then move on because they're really charged, you see, or so they think. But sometimes you need to just lay, keep the hand there and just trust God for his healing power to flow through your hands. And as you do that by faith, the spirit of God will begin to heal them. So I see at times this happens quite frequently with me at times. So we just lay hands on the person, the area where they have their ailment, and just keep believing for their healing. You speak healing, and then you keep believing, and the power of God will flow through you and minister healing. Also... It's good to be completely honest when you're praying for people. When you minister to them for healing, if they are not healed, don't say you are healed by faith unless it's a word you've received because sometimes there is something else that's going on. Sometimes there's a blockage, a legitimate blockage that needs to be removed before they're healed. There's a lot more we can say, but we don't have time. So we'll be continuing. I want Andrew to come. God bless you. Thank you.